So how are you saved? You hear many people saying like, you need to get saved. You need to be born again to go to heaven. Otherwise, you're going to hell. Well, if that's true, then how do you get saved? You get saved simply by believing and trusting in God. It is through faith. That's what that is. Faith, believing and trusting in God by grace. What's grace? You might be saying grace is getting something really good that you do not deserve, that I don't deserve. None of us deserve because we're all sinners. As the Bible says, the Old Testament, in the Psalms, it says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Uh, There's none who does righteous. No, not one. So we're going through the book of Romans, you guys, and this is exciting because this is the, my favorite chapter in this book because so far it's been, God's been painting this dark picture of what we're all like, and we are all sinners. None of us could do it. Jesus was the only one who could do it. And now he shows us how, and how did he do it in the Old Testament? The same way he does it in the New, by it's through faith by grace. And Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him as righteousness. And that's what we're going to be looking at right now. Here we go, guys. So how are you saved, <laughs> right? How is it done? You are saved by believing and trusting. Here it is, guys. By believing God and by trusting God. Because it's, that's exactly what Abraham did. Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him as righteousness, just like we talked about, right? And you're going to see it in these scriptures, you guys. I promise it's going to bless you. So what? Many people might be saying, like, what are you talking about? Just believing in God. Doesn't the book of James say that, you know, believing is not enough, that your works better be there too? You better have works. Show me your your faith and, and I'll show you my works. You know, you hear a lot about that. There's a lot of books written based on just the book of James and, and a couple of scriptures out of that. You must use the whole Bible, the, the entire Bible holistically in context, not just the Old Testament, not just the New Testament, not just the book of James, not just the book of Romans, but all of it together. And what you understand when you do that, when you do go through the entire Bible in context, the whole Bible through the Bible, is that you understand that you are saved by through faith by grace, that free gift, and that's how you're saved. But then the results of that will be good works. It will just be the, the, the natural, or I could say the supernatural results of being born again is that there's going to be good fruit in your life. Like if you were a tree, there would be good, sweet fruit. And that's the good fruit is, is things like bringing other people to Jesus Christ, being patient, being kind, giving to the poor, helping people, um, listening to people, taking the side of someone who's not popular, like at work or something, maybe everybody's bullying somebody and you're afraid to, you know, maybe I shouldn't uh, take this guy's side or defend him because then they're going to hate me. Well, you do it anyway. Those are good works. And those are the kind of works that are, they're kind of forgotten today. A lot of times people think good works are just 
things like giving to the poor, you know, going on a missions, I'm a, I'm a missionary to Africa or China. Those are good things, but those aren't the only things. There's many, many more things. There's some people who are just prayer warriors. They pray for everybody. Man, you don't think there's a reward for that? That's a that's a good that's good fruit. Those are good results of you being saved. So, understand, guys, understand this very clearly. You are saved through faith by grace, period. That is how you're saved. <laughs> you can't do it. Your works won't earn you a way to heaven. So that's what Paul's showing us here in these scriptures. So that's why I put, what? You know, you're saved, you know, by believing and trusting God? Yeah. <laughs> Paul makes it really clear. You're about to see it. So Romans 4, we're going through that today, and here we are. So what then shall he, excuse me, what then shall we say that Abraham, our forefather, according to the flesh, has found? For if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about. If Abraham, that scripture says. Let's go back to it. If Abraham. For if Abraham was justified by works, what Paul's implying and what the Holy Spirit, God, the Holy Spirit through Paul is implying here is that he was not justified by works, period. He wasn't. He, if he did, he would have something to boast about, but not before God, the scripture says here in Romans chapter four. This is so good. For what does the scripture say? And this is so, so important, you guys. What does the scripture say? I don't care what Joel Osteen says. I don't care what uh, TJ, you know, all these different pastors and TV evangelists, TV preachers and books. I don't care what they say. I care what Scripture says. Now, it's okay to listen to some of these guys, not Joel Osteen, I wouldn't listen to him, but good Bible teachers, you know, like, um, you know, for instance, Greg Laurie, uh, Skip Heidzig, uh, Billy Graham, Franklin Graham. These are good Bible teachers who, who teach sound doctrine, and it's okay to read their books and, and I think, you know, and listen to them. But however, guys, this is the most important thing right here. What does the scripture say? More important than anything else, right? That's what this channel is about. What scripture says? The most important things, guys. This Bible, the Bible, the most important book. In fact, did you know that the Bible is the best seller? The best seller around the world, and it's been on that New York Times bestseller list forever now. They just stopped listing it because it made number one every single time. So the whole Bible, that's what this channel is about, using the entire Bible, the whole Bible. That's what, what God wants us to do because Paul said, I preached to you the whole counsel. I taught you the whole counsel of God. So important that pastors and leaders do this today, you guys. Hey, by the way, if you haven't subscribed yet, you may want to consider subscribing and uh, hit the little like button too. It just gets this stuff, this content out there so people can... Uh, get a hold of it and read it. And some people might even get saved if you share it and and uh, subscribe and like it and all those good things. So here we go, guys. Abraham believed God and it was, a, it was credited to him as righteousness. That is an accounting term right there in the Greek, credited to him. Remember Jesus, when he died on that cross, he said to telestai, which means paid in full. 
In other words, zero balance. It's all done. The debt has been paid. In fact, in Psalm 22, at the very end of it, there's a Hebrew word called asa, which means the same thing. It is finished or paid in full. Amazing stuff, guys. All right, so Abraham believed God. He believed him. What? That's that's all? Yeah. Some people have a real problem with this, you guys. They think that, you know, you got to be good or do good to make it to heaven. No, that's not what God's saying. Because Jesus did all the heavy lifting on the cross, you guys. Yes. Yes. That's it. Yes. That's all. Believing and trusting God. So Romans 11 uh, even goes further into this whole concept of grace and explains it and unpacks it even more as he talks about how the Jewish people, the nation of Israel, will be saved in the end. And it says, but if it is by grace, it is no longer on the basis of works, since otherwise grace is no longer grace. But Abraham believed God, right? He believed him. And here in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8, this is a very important scripture as well. It says, for by grace you have been saved through faith. He says it twice, not only in the book of Romans, but we're seeing it here in Ephesians as well. And this is not of yourselves. It is the, the gift of God. Some translations say the free gift of God. It's free. You don't earn it, guys. So it's this gift, and God just holds it out to you. All you have to do is have open hands and receive that free gift. Receive it. And guess what that does, guys? It gives you hope. That's where hope comes from. When you understand God's grace and how much he loves you and, and cares for you and, and, and just wants to save you because he sent his only son, his most precious person and, and most precious thing in, the wor- in, his, in heaven, in the world, in the universe, and everything, Jesus Christ, God's only son, the son of God, God the son, he sent him down to be a little baby, to be human and God, in that womb of of Mary, and he became man. He lived, and he was tempted in every way we were, all these things, but he fulfilled the law perfectly because he was perfect. He was the perfect lamb of God without blemish, and he died on that cross. Jesus came. He, He came to heal and to love and to forgive people, and he taught people about the kingdom of heaven for three years or three and a half years, and then he went and he died on that cross willingly, went and died on that cross so that you and so that I could be forgiven through faith, through believing and trusting God by grace, by that free gift. And if you haven't received Jesus Christ, you should do it, my friend. This could be the greatest moment in your life. There could be nothing greater than this moment if you decided to pray this prayer that I'm going to lead you through if you decide And you're going to pray from your heart to God, and you're praying to be forgiven, to receive that free gift of forgiveness from Jesus Christ. You can do this, my friend. You can say this prayer because this world is broken. You don't have to look too far. Just turn your TV on or look in your phone at what's going on in this world. This world is broken and lost. It's dark. And if you don't know Jesus Christ, the Bible teaches that you are too. You're lost. You're in a dark place. You may even feel a darkness or a a missing void. Something's missing in your heart and in your soul. You're lonely and you don't even know why. You may have family around you, but there's something else missing. This could be that missing link. It's like this, this shape in your heart of a cross, and it can only be filled by Jesus. 
It's this empty spot there, and he can fill it, you guys. So come to Christ today, my friend. Come to him today. God loves you. Billy Graham used to say this all the time. He used to say, God loves you. And that's true, and it's powerful when you understand that. The creator of this universe loves you, my friend. He loves you dearly. That's why he sent Jesus Christ, his son, to die, to die. And if you believe in him as your Lord and Savior, if you ask him to forgive you and and receive you, he will do it, my friend. It's that free gift. It's amazing. This could be the, the best moment of your life. So if you will do that, God promises to give you a new beginning and a new life, okay? Born again, a new life that is both abundant and eternal. If you die, you're not going to really die. You're going to go to heaven to be with him forever. If he returns, you will go with Jesus to heaven, to paradise forever and ever. And it'll be a new beginning, guys, for you. So wherever you are, you could talk, you could have a relationship. You could start a relationship with Jesus Christ right now. It's the most important thing you'll ever do, my friend. Would you like to do that? Just simply say this prayer after me. Repeat it after me. This is a prayer between you and God from your heart, okay? Be sincere about it. All right, here we go. Just pray like this. Repeat the words after me. Just repeat it. Dear God, I know that I am a sinner. I am sorry for my sin. I believe Jesus Christ is your son. I believe he died on the cross for my sin. And you raised him from the dead to life. I want to come, I want him to come into my heart and take control of my life. I want to trust Jesus as my Savior, and follow Him as my Lord. From this day forward, in Jesus' name, amen, my friend, amen. All of heaven rejoices right now over one sinner who repents, the Bible says. That just means turns to God. Repenting means turning away from your sinful ways and now turning to God. Congratulations, my friend. God bless you. Make sure you're going to a Bible-believing church and fellowship with other believers and make sure you pray and read your Bible every day, you guys. That's how you stay grounded in God. It's in His powerful Word. Some people are are not so into Bible uh, study anymore and reading the Scriptures. They're wrong. They're wrong. And it's just a matter of time before they fall and stumble really bad because the Bible keeps you strong and fellowship also, and prayer, you guys. So important, you guys. All right. So I wrote a couple of books if you're interested. There's a few books here. I wrote uh, Tola um, Shani, which is basically uh, uh, in Psalm 22, and especially in verse 6. I wrote a book on Joseph and how he's like Jesus, Road to Emmaus, and that's the day Jesus was resurrected from the dead. He went along and showed two men where he was found in all of the scriptures. And then this last book, The Same Today, that's a book about uh, the story of my life and how I came to Jesus Christ. And, and it's about his love and his grace for us. So, hey, God bless you, my friend. Hey, and also check out these other videos. Don't forget to subscribe there too. Down Right down here, you can see the... Um, 
the little tab and all that stuff. And, and if you do that, I, you'll get a new, fresh new video every Friday at 9.30 a.m. Pacific time. But hey, check out these other videos right here and, uh, and you will like them because these videos will bring you further into God's word and they'll help you to grow. So God bless you.